This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Are we on? Cool. Do you like sweet cream? Do you like the way it rolls down your throat in cascades of deliciousness? <laughs> Me too. Then you should totally try Ben and Jerry's new one love. This truly epic limited batch remembers the harmony of Bob Marley and a groovy pint of banana ice cream with caramel and graham cracker swirls and fudge peace signs. It's so good you'll forget your troubles with every spoonful. Every flavor of Ben and Jerry's is made with a real cream and with non-GMO and fair trade ingredients. The One Love flavor is made in partnership with the Marley family and proceeds go to help fund a youth empowerment program in Jamaica. Learn more at benjerry.com slash one love. Ben and Jerry's, Vermont's finest. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Brittany, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Excellent. I don't know why I said that in a weird voice. I'm sorry. You can say it in whatever <laughs> weird voice you want. That's that's what we do here on the show. Oh, that, good. Uh, speaking of weird voices, that very lovely voice that you just heard was coming from the very lovely mouth of Brittany Young, Star of Glow on Netflix. She she is giving me a ridiculous <laughs> smile right now. She's like, I'm not the star. I'm Listen, the star. you are the star. That's why I have you here in the studio. That's that's why you're sitting there right now because, lady, you are the star. Have you been talking to my mom? <laughs> Did she put you yeah, up to this? We just got off the phone, actually. Oh, yeah. Just would not, just kept going. She's, I'm so proud of my daughter. So she's so wonderful. I know you're lying to me, but that was actually almost <laughs> right a dead-on on impression was, of my mom. Well, I mean, was I lying? You don't know. I mean, I stalked you a bunch on across social media you before did. we got here. So You did. And if you saw that amazingly wonderful short blonde woman, that is my mother, Debbie. Aww. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of which, welcome to Twitter. Thank I saw you. that you just joined Twitter like <laughs> earlier this month. This is my second attempt at Twitter. I tried it. Years ago when it first came out and was so pressured that I didn't think people wanted to know that I was just watching How I Met Your Mother and eating Captain Crunch. So I immediately deleted it. There's nothing wrong it. with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But years ago was not as cool as now. Like if I, I tweeted that now, hundreds of wee tweets. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. I I was reading your tweets about How I Met Your Mother, actually. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I'm still broken up about it myself. Honestly. I have two friends who are actually UCBers, uh, Doug Mant and Dan Greger. And they had, they, I've had so many fights with them about this, about the ending of that show. So yeah. I think I've been very vocal. Well, you're probably going to hate me a lot. <gasps> yeah. No. Yeah. Uh-oh. Are you going to walk out? Oh, uh, my God. I think I may have just lost Brittany. Oh, uh, <laughs> What are you gonna I'm, say? I'm so sorry. I'm fine with it. I really am. <sighs> I'm just, I, you know, I knew it from the very beginning. Now, listen, how they, how they came upon it, how it all, how it all concluded was terrible and awful and like night, yeah. nightmare land because you know don't you you shouldn't have quite that long of a buildup no. just to you know crush everyone's hearts yes. to powder. Um, but I, I knew they were going to end up together. Ugh, I did not expect beginning. it, and I was very upset about it, and I'm still upset about it. We could talk about that the entire <laughs> I could talk to you about this forever, how upset I am about it. Nine years. Nine years. Yeah, yeah nine years of our lives. Ugh. Well, 
I'm glad uh, I'm, I'm actually much happier with those nine years that I spent than the 10 years that I spent with Smallville. Because let me tell you, yeah, dudes, guys, it was it was really bad. I've heard. I, I'm, a, I'm a Superman fan all the way. I Ooh. really am. I know. Batman. I know. <laughs> Batman fan. We're, we're just knocking heads. We're knocking I, heads. I guess so. I guess that's just the way it's going to go. Listen, I love Batman. Batman is... One of the greatest superheroes of all time. The greatest superhero of all well, time. Well, okay, beg to differ. I mean, I, you know. He's had many of franchises. How many have Superman had? Like one, two. Okay. Two. Well, DC's not doing a very good job with them. No, no, no. But, but poor Zack Snyder right now. He's true. He's got some, he's got some life things happening. And, yes. And, and all of our hearts go out to him. Agreed. Much love to and, Zack. And his family. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, man, we have, there's so much to talk about. Let's I want to hear absolutely everything about this show. Mm, can't tell you everything. <laughs> you got to tune in June 23rd. That's right. June 23rd. <laughs> Marathon it. Um, you got to work with Allison Bree. Yes. Love Allison. She, she and I had a lot of fun together. We have, we have quite a few scenes together actually. And she's just so funny. She's so smart. Like, I know a lot of fans love her from Community, where she played Annie, and she's fantastic in that. But she is Ruth. She, she people are now going to be like, "Oh, Allison Brie, Ruth from Glow." Like she's so fantastic in this part. She's so fantastic. She's our leader. We love her. She's just, I, I can't say enough about her. I mean, she's just so great. You both look like hyper badasses. Like I watched that trailer and I was like, "Holy crap!" I can't, I can't wait to have you in studio because I was just like. Man, I, 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 I was glad that you didn't pile drive me. No, and, you know. No, I, you're you're nice to me thus far, so I won't do that. But okay. no, I feel a little bit bad because every picture Netflix seems to be releasing of Allison and I, I'm beating her up, and I'm just like, okay, context, guys, context. When you watch the show, I'm very nice to her, and you know, Carmen loves her, my character, um, and I just you know love Allie in real life, so I would never beat her up intentionally. Yeah, she is. She seems to be a sweetheart. Sweetheart. Yeah, sweetheart. Yeah. How did you? What was the genesis of you getting involved with the show? I know you. You touched on it a little bit right before we started the show. But, yeah. But tell me a little bit about it. So I. How far back do I want to go? So basically, I started out my career in this business on the production side of things, and I was, you know, a production secretary. I was a PA. I worked in accounting for a little bit. I've been a post PA. Um, but for the past three years, I've been an executive producer's assistant. And my last show was actually um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, where I was the assistant to oh. Aline Brosh McKenna and another UCBer, Rachel Bloom. Um, I want to talk a lot more about that. Oh, so much fun. <laughs> Coming up. Um, and I kind of just, you know, when I was younger, I wanted to be that like triple threat, like Raven Simone. You know, singer, dancer, actor, Disney Channel star. And I kind of started, you know, doing other things. But as I was on all these shows, it started creeping back up again. Where I was like, I want to act. I want to act. And my friend, uh, Markel, actually had a web series. And she's like, I have a part for you. You don't have to audition. Just come in. You're good. And I went in and had an absolute blast. Um, it's called Anna Mead. You can catch it online. And from there, I met my manager, who was one of the producers, and he was like, I'm just going to start sending you out. Let's see what happens. And I booked, on my first audition, I booked a recurring role on True TV's Those Who Can't, which is actually starting their third season this summer. Um, and from there, just kind of started getting things. 
And one day I was sitting there at work reading Deadline and an article about Glow came up about how Netflix was going to do a series and Genji Cohen, who created Orange is the New Black, was going to come on as an executive producer. And I was like, oh, this looks like there might be something in there for me. You know, wrestling, I could do that. So with every intention, was going to email my agent about it and uh, totally spaced out because, you know. Priorities. It happens. Yeah. Um, how to get people coffee. Um, so I kind of sat there and a couple days later got the audition from my agent and was like, okay, this is very serendipitous. I got to go do it. Any audition that tells you to wear comfortable clothes and no makeup, I'm down. Wow. I'm very there. nice. Yeah. So and from there, just did the audition process and found out I got it and started training literally a week after finding out that I got the offer. So... It was quite wow. a month. That is that is just unbelievable. Yeah. That that it all came together like oh, that. Oh yeah. And uh, uh, I wow. That's I, I'm 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 just in true awe of of that. That never happens. It like, never that's, happens. That's you never hear that story. No. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. And congratulations on uh, you know getting an, a great manager that works Thank for you, you and yes. really sends you out and you know knows. Knows what you're all about oh, and yeah. that kind of thing. Love him. Robin Enriquez. Love yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've had a very terrible long string of awful agents and managers. Oh. Like, just no. <laughs> it's, ah. it's, 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 you know, you know how it is. Oh, you, yeah. You got to play the game. And, uh, you know, I guess. Yeah, whoops. Um, uh, by the way, uh, f- for my listeners that may have thought the studio was being bombed or something, <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what's happening outside the building. I think there's like some sort of construction going on or something. But uh, pay no mind to mm-hmm. the terribly loud noises that are <laughs> going on outside of this conversation. A truck is unloading food. Oh, is that what I it is? I think that's what it is. Oh, geez. Yeah. It's really loud food. Yeah. It must be frozen. Probably. <laughs> Anyway, um, wow! Congratulations! Thank you. That's that's super incredible. And now you've got this big, huge show. That's it's gonna be it's gonna be a smash hit. It it really is. Netflix doesn't so. play around. Netflix does not play. They have uh, they have so many good shows on there, and I think they're very smart. I mean, I wish I could say I'm like a champion binger, but I'm not. I have to take a break every once in a while. But we are a half hour show. We have ten episodes, and it's. I mean, I think. The content of it is just so good, it will feel like you're not binging it at all. But if you need to take a break, you can take a break and come back, and it will still be just as good, you know. So I'm very excited. I am waiting to binge it, for sure. And you got to be a part of a Genji uh, Cohen Ugh, project? Yes. I I mean, listeners, you can't see me, but I'm bowing to her right now. He is because bowing. Genji is, is just the absolute tops. She I'm, is I'm amazing. I'm all about everything that she does, everything that she touches. I want to work with you too. She's Please so hire good. Me. <laughs> she was there during our pilot and she came up to me and gave me like on a piece of paper a like different line. She's like, here, say this instead. And I literally was like, oh my God, Genji Cohen's handwriting. Oh my God, I'm putting it in my pocket. Like I was so like, I have to do this right. Genji just like this came from above. It was Genji who told me to say this, but she's amazing. And her um, producing partner, Tara Herman, who also is on Orange is the New Black, both of them are just so great. So glad to kind of be a part of like the Genji family. It's, they're just fantastic. For sure. Are you a fan of Orange too? I am a fan of Orange. I I actually, like I said, not a great binger. And I wore myself out on the first season and needed the second season immediately. Right. And then I realized I need to shower and need to eat food 
So I had to slow down a little bit for season three. But yeah, I think it's just such a great show to watch. It's funny. It has the dramatic moments and just it's so well cast. Like, I don't know where these women came from, but thank goodness they all came together for Orange is the Black because they're just fantastic. I'm telling you what it is. It is. Uh, it's one of the greatest casts I've I've ever witnessed, and all of Netflix's shows are yes. just incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's there's none that are lackluster by oh, no. any means. Um, Iron Iron Fist could Ooh. use a little help, but what? other than huh? that, huh? <laughs> what? Marvel. Um, what? I have been watching Love. Oh yeah. Also. I just love it so much. Yep. Uh, you Gillian know. and Paul are great. Yeah, they really are. Mm-hmm. Um, please be on my show. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> da, da, da. Um, but enough about all those other dumb shows. <laughs> um, back to back to your amazing mm-hmm. show. Um, I I I just I, I I know you can't give away any spoilers, of course. <laughs> um, do you have? And this might come out in the show. I don't know if there's a spoiler or not. Do you have like a a signature move? I don't really have a signature move. Um, I will definitely say we were trained by Chavo Guerrero Jr., who, if you don't know the Guerreros in wrestling, then you're missing out. Oh, you're shaking your head, you know? Zignos. Zignos. They're like a wrestling dynasty. And his uncle, Mundo, he actually trained the original Glow Girls back in the 80s. So it's kind of a like full circle thing that we now have Chavo. But he's really great. Him and our stunt coordinator, Shauna Duggins, they go through the scripts every you know other week when we get them and be like okay this girl's going to do a suplex this girl's going to do right. you know that these got they got to run the ropes instead of just saying like oh brick come in we got to teach you how to run the ropes he makes all of us run the ropes so it's like we're never on a different level from each other anybody could just you know at the spur of a hat just whip out a move because we all know it and i really appreciated that i mean he he and i sometimes would you know be sassy to each other only because he he's such a great coach and he's so smart but for me I'm the type of person where I'm like I gotta get this like technique down before I can really put in the real wrestling like selling it and the pain and all that stuff so he'd always kind of look at me and just be like Brit you gotta sell it and I'm like I'm trying to um but it was so much fun yeah signature move to answer your question I don't think I have one. Oh no that's okay I just um uh I I know I, what I love to do okay I'm a fan of running the ropes yeah. I just going back and forth, pinging off those ropes. The girls actually make fun of me because I kind of, of course, you guys at home can't see it, but I kind of run with T-Rex arms and like I'm a bigger girl. So they're expecting me to have these huge strides and just pumping the arms. And I'm there like, deet, 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 bing. like they always make fun of me. And I, I mean, that's just how I run. But I think it kind of gives a more dainty appearance to my character. Tra-la-la, tra-la-la. Yeah. You know, just <laughs> skipping along and hitting those ropes. That's very awesome. Yeah. That's that's cool. Had you had any of that training previous to your workout? <laughs> no. No, not at all. No. I was a cheerleader in high school, which kind of helped with having to pick up people and, you know, knowing how to keep people safe because cheerleading is all about keeping people safe. Um, but other than that, I had had no training. Like, I thought I could do a forward roll and then went in there and they're like, that's not really how you do it. Um, but yeah, no, they were great. We trained for four weeks prior to shooting every day for a couple hours. So we were put through the ringer for sure. Pretty intense training. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's funny because we videotaped ourselves and then would like show it off to our family and friends. Like I, even on my phone now, I have a a video of me and Allison, like our first match. 
and like watching it back at the time, we're like, we're so badass, we're so good. And right. then at the end of shooting, we're like, don't show anyone those <laughs> those videos. We are terrible. We're way more advanced. So it was definitely a growing process for sure. Come a long way. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I have no doubt it's gonna look absolutely amazing. And that that trailer is it's oh, just the off so the good. chain, man. It's uh, I so good. Oh, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about those who can't. Yes. Uh, it's on True TV. Yes. And um, you star as Little Debbie. Yes. Um, yeah. So those who can't was True TV's first scripted show. Um, it came out two years ago. It's a show about three teachers who basically have no skill to be near children period yet here they are teaching at a high school in Denver and I play little Debbie who she is like the JV team or JV volleyball team phenom but she's obsessed with her coach coach Fairbell um obsessed to a point where it's like if anybody messes with her she will beat you up kind of point um but yeah it's so much fun they're so much fun to work with and we shoot when school is out over in Van Nuys, so it's just mm. kind of fun to like run through the hallways and just like be goofy and not have to worry about getting in trouble with the principal because it's obviously a TV show. Totally. Yeah. So great. That's cool. You kind of get to, to take over the school and yes. just, you know, yeah. run amok, yeah. wreak and havoc. It's, it's the school that they shot the, well, they shot the exteriors of Grease at. Oh, wow. So the really? Fir- yeah. So the first time I showed up, I was like, oh, my God, Danny Zuko's like walking down. And it totally showed my age. Not that I was alive when Grease came out. But all the like extras were like, what? Danny, what? Zuko? And I was like, okay, no. <laughs> you guys Seriously? need to be, they need to be educated. Yeah, they, they got to get right the hell out. I know. No, I was that's... just like, I don't understand what's happening because Grease is timeless well i really don't want to bring this up but there was just the live show of it so they should still be familiar come on guys let's get with the program yeah but if someone was like oh grease with vanessa vanessa hudgens i'd be like no no like honor those who came before you listen i love you vanessa hudgens but no yeah i I mean i heard it was great i didn't watch it but i'm a purist i i like the originals you don't gotta don't mess with it if it's please, good. Please, please. Rocky Horror 2. Oh. I, just, I, I yeah. was throwing things at my yeah. at the screen. Yeah. I I could not turn, not see some portion of it, of course, because oh, yeah. I'm all over social media mm-hmm. and it was like everywhere. And I'm like, ah, yeah. no, nightmare fuel. Oh, yeah. However, the, the Wiz was legit. Really? NBC The Wiz was so good. No kidding. So good. Oh, I loved it, and like so many common Uzo was in there, Amber Riley, Neil. Oh, that's right. I forgot. David Allen Greer. Like, I watch it for Uzo. So many. Mary J. Blige was in it. What? Yeah, so many people were in oh. it. It was great. It was I'm, great. I'm gonna watch that. You have to watch it later today. Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen in my eyeballs. Absolutely. Oh, that's <laughs> so fan- good. that's fantastic. Yeah. Tell me about Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Yeah. I want to hear it all. <laughs> I love my family over at Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Um, I came in in the very beginning of the first season. Um, Aline, Aline and Rachel, they had an assistant, and she was out sick for a little bit, and then she ended up moving on to another show. And I basically came in, and they were like, do you want to stay? And I was like, of course. Um, and it was so great to see, you know, this is Rachel's first show. It was Aline's first TV show. So it was so fun to kind of see them get used to their roles as creators and showrunners. And their writing room is just so great. Like, everybody in there is just so funny, so naturally funny and very talented. And they obviously write really good, you know, content and really good characters. Um, but, yeah, I had a blast over there. I'm, I'm, I was sad to leave, but the support they gave, like, when I found out I got Glow, 
I called Aline and Rachel into Aline's office. It's very weird for an assistant to do that. Um, but I told them, and Aline started immediately tearing up, and Rachel just started screaming. And I kind of looked at them, and I was like, okay, like I don't want anybody to know until like I sign my contract. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want anything bad to happen. They're like, sure, sure, sure. Every meeting we went to for the next week, that was the first thing they said. They're like, Brittany's going on to glow. They were videotaping everything, and Rachel was really funny because she actually has two other friends on the show, um, Kimmy... Kimmy Gatewood and Rebecca Johnson. Um, so she was just like, oh, I have friends on the show. I'm going to put you guys on a ch- text chain together so you can talk, which was amazing because going into training, I already knew two people. Um, but yeah, she videotaped when we had our, or my final table read. She videotaped where they announced that I was leaving and everybody stood up and clapped. Aww. And like Rachel posted it when it was finally announced that I was on the show and just got so much feedback from her fans and everybody just wishing me well and got so many followers on you know Instagram and everything which was just so sweet so if you guys aren't watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend on CW you gotta watch it it's amazing you absolutely have to turn in it's, yes. it's one of the best shows out there it's, it's so good it's so superbly written yeah. um, as you just said and just Rachel is a phenom man. oh she's so great I've been watching her musical videos Ugh. since uh, you know Fuck Me Ray Bradbury yes. which is so just... good <laughs> Still stands. Still uh, if, stands. If you like Fuck Me Ray Bradbury, you need to watch. Oh, well, if you watch the show, Heavy Boobs. <laughs> yeah. It's very in the vein yeah. of Ray Bradbury to me. Yeah. Yeah. She's so great. Yeah. And I was actually on an episode of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend yeah. where I got to, just got to throw Rachel into a high elbow and give her a black eye, which nice. I mean, how many people can say I gave my boss a black eye and still kept my job? Right. Right. You know? That's pretty nice. Almost even got promoted by being on the show. So <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Well, at this point, um, I would like to transition this into playing a game I like to call Lame Claim to Fame. I actually uh, was background on the pilot for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which was uh, pretty awesome. Um, and, uh, you know, coming up the ladder, I've, I've done a lot of those, those little, those little tidbits and, uh, you know, um, very strange and odd jobs coming up the ranks. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So Brittany, what is, what is one of those jobs for you? Like, what's one of the worst things that you ever had to do coming up? Oh, one of the worst things I've ever had to do coming up. Oh, my goodness. I've done some weird things. All legal. Let's just put that out there. All legal. <laughs> Noted. Um, I, I, think, I think one of the weirdest things I had to do, and it wasn't even weird. It was just it became so horribly, like, disastrous that it made me really upset. I was working on a show and had to deliver flowers to an actor and we couldn't get anybody. Which actor? I don't want to say it. Very nice guy, but I had to take the flowers to him. And of course I was being stupid and like just put the flowers in the front seat of my car, took a really, really fast turn. Flowers went everywhere. I don't know if you've ever smelled flower water, It is the worst smell, and it's even made worse more by being July in Los Angeles. I was going to say Las Vegas. It wasn't in Vegas. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, my car smelled really bad, and I tried to put them together, showed up to set, went to go take them to him, and he kind of looked at me and was just like, did something happen? And I was just like, no, why do you say that? And he's like, these flowers are smushed, and they're clearly reorganized. Uh. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's okay. You know, they kind of fell. And he's like, oh, well, you can just keep them then. And I was like, what? Keep them. Yeah. I was like, why don't you want them? He's like, oh, well, they're not like proper. They're not nice. And I was like, okay, thank you. I'll just put them back in my car and drive back to the office. 
Um, I was pretty livid, and my car smelled like flower water. Probably for weeks. Yeah, too, I had right? to go get it fully detailed. Oh yeah, which is expensive. Sure. So I think the only thing worse than that is pickle water. Oh, <laughs> wait, is pickle water pickle juice? Yeah, like pickle juice. Yeah. Does it yeah, smell? But if you, oh god, oh yeah, it's real bad. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever had a pickleback shot? A pickleback shot? Yeah, you no. take like a shot of whiskey and then you immediately chase it with pickle juice. Really? Yeah. It's okay. actually really good. I think it's an Irish thing. Oh, they do okay. them at Casey's downtown here. Oh, They're okay. so good. Listen, um, I am a total fuddy-dud. <laughs> I, I don't really, I mean, not to say I don't ever drink. Yeah. I just don't do it regularly. So I know nothing about drinks. My girlfriend makes fun of me constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, we just went to a really nice place the other day. It was very bougie. It was nice. It was a nice place. She likes the bougie places. Mm. But, um, classy. Classy. That's right. She likes old man drinks. Um, also classy. Yeah, also classy. She's very classy. Um, classy lady. But uh, she she looked right at the bartender and, and she's like, um, yeah, um, make him a lady drink. <laughs> Guys can and have drinks with fruit in them. It's fine. It's, it's fine. It's, it's totally fine. fine. Actually, whatever he made me, I don't know what it was, but I, it had rum and, you know, it was probably something just fruity ale. in it. It was pretty good. <laughs> I'll allow it. Okay. I'll allow okay. it. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, I also saw on your um, your few uh, your few tweets that uh, you had your car stolen Ugh. at Disney World. I did have my car stolen. So my best friend Haley decided to run the Princess Half Marathon this year, and I'm a huge, huge Disneyland freak. Like, love Disneyland. I grew up in Tokyo. Went to Disney or Tokyo Disneyland every year I was there. Um, she asked me if I wanted to come, like, run the marathon with her. And I was like, no, but I'll come to Disney World with you. So flew over to Orlando, and I was trying to be super cheap. I live out in Burbank, but I was flying out of LAX. And I didn't want to pay, like, an Uber fee or, like, a Lyft sure. fee. So my friends live in Westchester, like, just by the airport right there. And they have no street cleaning signs. So I was like, I'm just going to park my car here, so I'll just drive. And then you guys can just drive me to the airport. Had this whole thing planned out. I was there for, like, I think five days. Every day, my friend Erin checked on it, and she would call me and be like, your car's still there. It's good. Your car's still there. It's fine. The day that I'm leaving, literally in the airport, she calls me, and she's like, I'm so sorry. Your car is not there. And I was oh, like, what? No. And she's like, it's not there. I walked up and down to make sure that, like, I wasn't forgetting where you parked it, but it's not there. I'm going to figure this out. And I was like, no, let me figure it out. I called the police, and fun fact, not really fun if you're actually finding this out, in L.A., if your car is towed, the tow company has an hour to input it into the system that then goes to the police so they know every single car that's towed. Right. So you don't have to sit there and be like, what tow company do you have to call? Just call the police. They should know if your car was actually towed. Um, I asked the girl, and she was like, no, your car's not here, but if it just got towed, we might not have it yet. Check back when you get in. So I flew from Orlando to L.A., basically very upset on the plane the whole way way over and got back and she's like no sorry we still don't have your car i think you need to file a police report so 1 a.m i'm at the westchester police station shout out to officer scott he was amazing thanks officer scott he was great um i'm filing my police report and kind of just thinking to myself okay what new car am i gonna get then thinking i'm never gonna get this car back finally go spend the night at my uh friend's house which also 
I was being stupid, left my house keys in the trunk of my car. Oh, no. Thinking I would lose them if I brought them to Disney sure. World. So it'd be smart to Sensible leave them logic. in the trunk of my car. Yeah. So the next morning, woke up, maybe like 7.45 in the morning, get a call from the Southgate police that they just picked up my car. And I was like, yes, I'm coming to get it. Drive over there with my friend, have to pay a $280 impound fee to get my stolen car out of impound. Okay, whatever. Looked inside. They completely trashed the entire thing. I was so upset, but so excited because my house keys were still there. Nice. If the kidnappers of my car are listening, I changed my locks. Too bad for you. I don't have anything to steal either, but, you know, I want to seem like I do. The, uh... They don't. They don't play around in LA County with the with the toes. Mm-hmm. Um, I <laughs> the last I well, I've I've only ever had my car towed once, mm-hmm. and of course, because you did something bad. Well, I guess I did. Uh, see, <laughs> Changes the whole story, doesn't it? What had happened was, <laughs> uh, I well, I was looking at a new apartment. I was driving. Um, I was driving for Lyft at the time, mm-hmm. so I had one of their rental cars because, okay. of course, it was right. So I parked along Coenga, mm-hmm. and I know it was in a super busy area there and everything. Yeah. But I I did my due diligence. I checked all of the signs, and I walked up and down twice and rechecked it. Everything looked fine. I had all my my money in there, but. I guess I stayed gone like all of 45 seconds mm-hmm. past when it went over yep. and they they didn't mess around. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I walked up and it was very it was it was very much right out of a sitcom. Yeah. Like I was I was running and waving and flailing and they already had it hooked and uh. were you know was driving off. And uh I I was able to snap a picture before they actually drove yeah. off so I could you knew where it was. trace it. But Smart. yeah. Uh, They're vultures, man. Oh boy. They're vultures. <laughs> they were they you can see them just hanging out on oh, the yeah. corner of the lots and are just like dit, dit, dit. Yeah. oh here comes one. <laughs> it's intense. It is. Parking here is very like it's very stressful to park in LA. It really is. Yeah. You gotta take the first spot, even if it's like a mile away from where you're going. You see an open spot, you just snoop in there, park, you're good. You have to. Yeah. yeah. We have very nice uh valet services here at the U C B theater. Thank you, so, UCB. do not have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a car, so I don't have to worry about it anyway. Ha-ha! But you can Cheating still be excited for everybody else. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Of course. Appreciated. Uh, so, Brittany, have you been on any podcast before? I have not. This is my first Yes! Time. Podcast Virgin! Cherry Pop. You guys took it. Oh, right. Or actually, no, I gave it to you. Well, thank you. You're uh, welcome. Consent. It's all about consent, kids. You're welcome. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like podcasts, I don't know if people who are listening have realized, you asked me like a simple yes or no question and I gave you like a paragraph answer. Podcasts are made for people like me who just cannot shut up. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Let me tell you, I really I really enjoy it. And thank you, Brittany, yeah, because welcome. I I honestly, I get tied around my own tongue mm-hmm. and I totally like, I'm sure you've already heard me, you know. Uh, get flabbergasted like five times because I totally forget what I'm which is why as you'll see in front of me I have an entire page of notes because otherwise I lose my mind that's called being prepared yes I went through the Girl Scouts Wipe to learn off just that a bit. yeah that's right you're good you're good <laughs> 
I mean, don't get me. I know I'm in a land of improv uh, in this theater, and I and I try to do all the improving I possibly can. But you know, I also scripted. I know, right? Oh, just pulled the veil right off. The curtain is open. Murmurs, murmurs, murmurs. (laughs) So, Brittany, you've got this unbelievably huge show on Netflix, and you're working with just everyone in the business, which is pretty amazing. Who would you like to work with? Like, what's your what's your dream job? My dream beyond job. beyond Glow, of course. Beyond, uh, I mean, dream job made with Glow. Um, I definitely, I'm a comedy girl. I definitely really love love to do, you know, some romantic comedies, romantic comedies that are not like I said, like. I'm a big girl, and a lot of girls my size who are in romantic comedies are, you know, the quirky sidekick or the girl who has to lose weight to find the hot guy. Nah. <laughs> Barf. Nah. I just I just want a romantic comedy. Um, or, you know, I'd really love to do, like, an action comedy. If Edgar Wright ever oh, had yeah. something for me, I would jump on it in a second. Um, I love Guy Ritchie. Mm-hmm. I just – both of their, you know, style is something I really gravitate towards. Um, I don't know. I – I my favorite movie is The Goonies. Oh yes. And if I love you so much right now. If they ever did like like Goonies never say die, baby. Well no no no. Here we go. Disclaimer, I don't want to do a Goonies reboot or a Goonies two. But if they ever did a similar idea for adults where they just go like on a massive treasure hunt and like obviously have to save some Oregon town, I'd be down for it. Well, Brittany, I've got a surprise for you. Um, we're making that happen. That's uh, right, right here in this room. Um, I've uh, I've got Spielberg mm-hmm. on uh, on speed dial. Yes, and, me too. Um, I will just. Uh, oh, good, good. Yeah, um, he's uh, he's more than willing to bankroll us, and yes. we're we're ready to rock. I mean, it's a smart move on his part. I'm. I'm Very I think smart. so. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that movie. So <laughs> we'll much. bring Rachel in. Oh my God, she'd She'll be fantastic. She'll write some music for it. <laughs> oh, seriously, Rach, if you're listening, we got to get on this. She'd be fantastic in that. Even if I'm not in it, I'd be down. <laughs> I mean, that uh, we'll we'll bring in Chunk. We got to have Chunk. Uh, he actually, the actor Jeff Cohen, used to work out at my gym. Really? Yeah, and I used to freak out every time he came in because he's not Chunk anymore. Now no, he's no. like a skinny mini, he's which felt. props get it. But yeah, I see him every time, and there was one person that actually went up and said something to him, and I was like, "Don't do it." Don't do it. Just oh, let no. the man run. Don't do it. But he was very sweet and very nice. But every time he would come in, I'd be like, junk. Such a I good would. Movie. I would totally do that. Right? If I ever meet Josh Brolin, I will die. <laughs> Straight I, up. I would have a man swoon. Yeah. Like, for, for sure. When I went in for Glow, I specifically wore leggings with shorts underneath or on top of it like Josh Brolin and Goonies and thought to myself, like, I'm going to get it. I'm brand right now. Like, there's right. no way I can't get it. But not a chance. He was, you know, I would have done him proud. I think. <laughs> um, also, one of the um, uh, props to Cindy Lauper. Yeah. Because, I mean. Yeah, Goonies are good enough. I'm telling you what. Also, did uh, the theme song for um, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh, as really? I'm sure you know. Yes, I knew that. <laughs> 
The oh, really was just psyching people out at home. I knew that. She did. Yeah. She, she knew. I can oh. see it in her eyes. Oh, Cindy. She's so great. I, uh, she opened acoustic for Cher. Yes, I actually I actually saw the show. Pretty. Uh, no no one is judging you here. <laughs> I'm actually really interested now. Um, uh, I mean, Cher was freaking Cher. She was tr- gorgeous and wonderful mm-hmm. and 100 million costume changes. And of it course. was the most epic you know, thing I've ever seen. But Cindy, I gotta I got tell you, she stole the show. It was mm. just, oh, those soft melodies, man, right to my heart. Some time after time. That's right. I love Cindy Lover. Yeah. Mm. I've really been getting into 80s music a lot more. Have or you? I mean, like, since the show? Or? Well, I was always into 80s music and 80s movies just because, like, like I said, like I was born in Tokyo, so my dad's movie collection was mostly 80s stuff, and most of his records were things from the 80s. So I really gravitated towards that. But I think, yeah, since the show, now all I want to do is just like be stuck there mm-hmm. and just continue on like listening to 80s music. Um, today, I was just when I was getting ready for here, Pandora Station reloaded 80s. Like, nice. I usually keep okay. it locked on the uh, iHeart 80s. See? Yeah. It's so good. And like, it is. I think the best part is when you sit there and you're singing a song and you realize that someone else like remade it like now and you're like, oh, the original's better, but oh. Of course. <laughs> so that's a fun surprise. I'm I'm all about it. Yeah. Give me some Phil Collins. Oh, better yeah. Alive. Phil Collins. Some Starship. Oh, or Jefferson yeah. Starship if yeah. you want to go Jefferson way Starship. back. Jefferson Starship. That's right. Yeah. Little Lover level Boy action. Yeah. I met, uh, I actually went to um, uh, iHeart 80s. The I, the big iHeart '80s concert mm. at uh, the Forum, yeah, and got a picture with Loverboy, nice. got to meet him, saw Tears for Fears. Nice. It was it was quite epic. Ugh. '80s was a good decade. Does um does the show have an '80s soundtrack? Can yes, you say that? It does. And Excellent. The fantastic part about it is, like, rights to music are very expensive. Oh, Yet yeah. somehow we have the most amazing line producer and she was able to get us a lot of money. So we have a lot of good songs in the show, which I actually, interestingly enough, the first day of shooting, I decided to make all the cast members and our ADs and um, our two showrunners, Liz, Liz Flahive and Carly Men, shout out to them, um, little like, hooray, we're starting season one gift bags. Oh, and I nice. had like candy in there. I had like emergency chapstick, but I actually made them and I should have gone way old school and made actual like cassette mixtapes, but I made them all CD mixtapes that just had songs full of women from the eighties on there. Nice. And gave it to them. And all of them were just like, this just put us in the right mood. And I was like, yes. Yeah. So I'm currently, you know, preemptively working on a hopeful season two mix, which I think I'm going to go um, girl groups of the 80s. Awesome. Have a theme each season. A little uh, Bananarama, a little Go-Go's. Yeah, you know, just... B-52s. I, like, I want to put a bunch of, like, Sheena Easton in there, but oh, yeah. I know she's solo, but... <laughs> it's, it's okay. Kind of oh, yeah. You'll, you'll pass. Yeah, I mean, I think there was one song, um, You Make Me Feel Mighty Real. Oh, Yeah. I put that on there. I was like, this is not by a woman, but I'm going to put it in here because it's really good. It was like a seven-minute song. Thanks, iTunes. <laughs> totally did not see that it was seven minutes long. I am all about the uh, – thanks, Zig. <laughs> um, he's got to keep us on track. Otherwise, I just it. just keep rolling. I'm fine with it. For hours. Um, oh, I was totally going to do uh, the uh, the Retro Thunder um 
What's game, that? but we already just did it, essentially. Okay. Retro Thunder! Uh, that's not a thunder sound. <laughs> lightning, that was like, lightning and yeah. thunder cracks. Crash. <laughs> I'm completely shameless. I, I love uh, Dead or Alive, You Spin Me Right Round. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite songs. And... Um, could just I could just go all day. I I cannot wait for this show. Yay. How is Mark Marin? Oh my god, <laughs> Mark Marin. I think people are going to be blown away by Mark. He, I mean, he's so he's so smart. He's so funny. He's very natural in this role, which is very interesting because he's very he's a very sweet man. You know, sorry to shatter any images anyone has of Mark Marin, <laughs> but he's a very sweet man. But his character is such a dick. Yet he plays it where you're just like, oh, Sam Sylvia, like, I'll be your friend, even though you're so mean to these women. Um, But yeah, no, he actually, there's one scene that I remember very vividly where he and I start out with a conversation at the top. And then he just goes in and starts talking to the rest of the group as a whole. And he delivered a line. And I was just so, like, mesmerized by him that he just stood there and just, it was just dead silent. And he's just kind of nodding his head and then he finally turns and looks at me and he's just like hey Carmen you you want to pitch in totally forgot I had a line there I was so into what he was saying like I was getting pumped by what he was saying and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry Mark And he's like don't even worry about it and we just had to start from the top but he's just again kind of like Ali like you know he had Marin he has his podcast as well but I think people are now going to be like Mark Marin as Sam Sylvia he's just fantastic I really do uh I do enjoy his show that yeah um um, Marin. It was just mm-hmm. called Marin. Yeah, right? it was on IFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was which was really great. Um, so irreverent and and very much him. Oh, and yeah. I, I do listen to his podcast, and he's talked about it a lot. Uh, yes, on, which is so on sweet. his show. Yeah. yeah, and um, you know, yeah, he's he's just he seems like one of those guys that you just want to hang out. Oh, and yeah. have a beer with. You oh know? yeah, yeah. He definitely. I mean, he definitely had a hard. You know, a hard task to come when we first started shooting because us girls had been together, like I said, training for four weeks and there's 14 of us. And, you know, he comes in as the only man and had not been together for, you know, four weeks. And we kind of just looked at him. and We're like, no, nope, you're going to be one of us. Like anytime I say glow girls, I think of Mark Marin in there as well. Like he is so much a part of our team that without him, you know, we wouldn't be the ensemble that we are. Like he is so much part of the glow girl group and. He's just, he's really great. And he, you know, he took time to like get to know all of us. We, you know, we'd have lunch with him every day and he's so funny on set and he's really great. I love him. Did he ever jump in with you guys and <laughs> try some moves? No, he didn't. And, uh, what he, there's definitely times where he would step into the ring and it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. And he does it so comedically well. Um, but no, he never, he never jumped in the ring with us. I don't know if he he wanted to at all, but he definitely directed us to do everything. But I, I'd love to see him get in there. Season two. Yeah. So I, Season two for sure. I think he can do it. I actually think he would be like a, whoa, did Mark Maron just do that kind of person? Like, we didn't know he was this huge badass, you know? <laughs> I think that's what it would be. You hear that, Mark? Yeah, he can do it. Yeah, totally. It. Totally. Well, Brittany... Um, we're unfortunately at the end, but I can't. So many more words. (laughs) I can't thank you enough for joining me here on the show. Yeah, thank you for having uh, me. I know, I know Glow is just going to be an absolute smash. No, no doubt at all. And, um, 
So Glow hits Netflix. You can stream all episodes on June 23rd. Mm-hmm. Uh, June 22nd at midnight. For the real <laughs> Which fans. Is when I'll be tuning in. And uh, Brittany, I know you're, once again, you're new to Twitter. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter. Dun, 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 at It's Brittany Young. Brittany spelled like Spears. Shout out to her. And then I'm also on Instagram at It's Brit Young. Switch up. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. And as always, I'm Devlin Wilder on all the places, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. And um, you can find the show at Friend or Foe Pod. That's F-A-U-X on all the places, all your favorite places to listen to podcasts. And we are coming very soon to iHeartRadio, so you will be able to find us there as well. Thank you so much to Zig for engineering us all the way to the end of the show. And... Thank you, Brittany. Thank you. I had fun. Bye, guys. Bye. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one.